Hello and welcome to Trinity Mission Production, a kingdom community resource podcast to help you unlock your God-given gift. I'm Natalie and thanks for listening in. I'm so excited about today because we have something special happening today. We have a spiritual midwife. Her name is Christine Hornback, and I'm so excited to share what she has to say with you. So let's get started. Hello, Christine, and welcome to Kingdom Community. How are you today? I am well, thank you. So let me give you all a little background on Christine. Christine is also a wife, a mother, author, artist, art instructor, coach, and also has been in women's ministry for over 20 years. And Christine has many best-selling books. She actually has over 35 books published. And one of my favorites is Five Steps to Burton Your Dreams, a Spiritual Midwife Manual. And it has been so powerful in the sense that it takes you from brokenness to breakthroughs. So, Christine, tell us a little about why you created this book and how it's helping so many believers and non-believers. I believe, uh, you know, we've all got a story. And my story was literally that um, I and my husband were married for 20 years before I could conceive. In those 20 years, there was a lot of brokenness there was a lot of healing that needed to take place that was sort of my testimony that um the book actually come out of a message that the lord had given me one time about uh every mary needs an elizabeth and every elizabeth needs a mary because we those two were birthing miracles and the lord uses the power of agreement in people's lives to come together and help them to birth miracles. So let's go to what Mary and Elizabeth represents, because Jesus was in Mary and Elizabeth was also pregnant. Yes, Elizabeth, of course, was uh, pregnant with John the Baptist. She was, uh, the main premise of my book is that age means nothing to the Lord. You're not disqualified by age. And so, uh, and I drew some women out of the Bible that Sarah, who was, quote, 99 when she gave birth, that Elizabeth, it said that Elizabeth was, the scripture says that Elizabeth was past bearing age. And that um, when she became pregnant, the Lord gave her that word. It says that he took away her reproach. He took away her brokenness, her shame. That's what that meant, reproach. She was in shame. And so he gave her a miracle. And so, of course, we know the story of Mary, who was um, a young girl who God never, again, no age limit, but he called her to birth the Messiah. And so she said, be it unto me, Lord, what you speak. And so he brought Elizabeth and Mary together to really birth holy things for the kingdom. And this is what I feel that he has, he's never stopped birthing holy things for his kingdom. And we are carriers 
of those beautiful holy things if we will but believe his word just like Mary did just like Elizabeth did he's wanting to use our lives to bring forth holy things for his kingdom amen and that brings us to what we would class as our gifts in this time even if it's a pregnancy even if it's something that God has called us to and why should we go after finding what our gifts are because I believe those are the vehicles that the Lord wants to use he said be sure that your gift will find you out your gift will open doors for you well he's put a call upon every one of us he's called us to uh, to do great and mighty things before him and for him and for his kingdom and that is truly even though i spoke of a physical pregnancy of course i'm speaking more in my book about a spiritual pregnancy of just letting the lord put his seed of opportunity of um, just birthing our gifts and talents for him and to just continue to add to his kingdom through stewardship of those gifts and those purposes that he's put in our lives amen and i know in your book you refer to it as holy things we are burden holy things i love that and what is the step that you took to find that holy thing i believe it comes with spending time in the lord's word to know his voice amen but the spending time in worship and letting him just really sow seed <laughs> you know his word is a seed and when we put it into our our spiritual wounds, it's going to produce what he has sowed into our hearts. And so we just, we let that be conceived in us so that we, we guard it and we protect it. Just like, uh, just like the Lord had given Abraham, I, I use this analogy, he gave him something to look at, the stars, the sand, the Lord puts the word in us we conceive and i love it as a woman is pregnant she's got that that's something in front of her to be able to look at so why what does that do it it breathes expectancy isn't that what faith is it's really truly believing and expecting that what god says he's going to bring the past so in our lives he has brought us forth for his purposes and so by his purposes we are on this earth and he's going to use us if we will simply believe him and just uh, let him have his way in our lives Amen. and you address the topic of fear which is the opposite of fate and I love the scripture that you introduced to the book which is Philippians 1 6 it says being confident of this very thing that he which has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ I thought that was powerful into getting to know what God has for you could you address fears did you have any fears when it came to accepting knowing that God had promised what he promised uh, I believe we all have um have things that sort of confront us 
you know, because we keep looking at it like it's going to be us who does all of this. And, you know, it's really surrender uh, to really just let the Lord have his way in our lives. That doesn't say that it's always easy. And especially, you know, we have a real adversary and he loves to uh, point out to us all of our weaknesses. And he loves to just try to um, really delay what it is that the Lord has put in us to do. And, you know, our our main goal is to not miscarry the word of God. You know, when he puts it in us, we want to carry it to fruition. We want to see the word of God come to fruition in our lives. But this is the key, is that he says that we can be confident in one thing, this thing, that what he began in us, he will perform. He will do it. He is the author and the finisher. And so it's not something we have to do other than we walk in obedience to what he has put in our hearts to do. And that's it. We just are obedient. And, you know, fear is a, it's a really uh, strong enemy. But he's not stronger than the confidence that we can have in the Lord to step out and obey and see his will done in our lives. There's nothing like that. It's powerful. Amen to that. So what have you been able to gain from your holy thing that you birth? What's the result of it? Okay. Well, physically, I have two children. <laughs> my husband and I, as I said, we were married for 20 years before I had my first son. And But I had a word from the Lord that I would have children. But with my first son, um, you know, I had waited so long, and it was just a sweet, sweet little bundle. I just wanted to protect, and I mean, I would literally grieve to see him grow, <laughs> because he was just growing up so fast. And the Lord reminded me, did I not speak to you about children? You know, are you going to just settle? And I think so many times, this is what we do. We settle. We settle for what's, um, what's easier sometimes. And the Lord just does not want us to settle because he has, he has made us to be extraordinary in him. You know, we're not just ordinary people. We are extraordinary in him. And what he wants to birth in us, again, they're holy things. They're extraordinary. They're going to, uh, they're going to bring people in because of the extraordinary, the gifts and the talents he's put in us. Like we have an anointing upon our lives to be able to do things that ordinary people cannot do. Why? Because we don't serve an ordinary God. We don't serve a God that's up on a pole someplace. We have a true and living God that's on the inside of us. So in the Holy Spirit says that we know all things. So because of that and the things that he has put inside of me, I have seen, you mentioned my books, it's just there's things that he's let me put my hands to that absolutely out of anything that I would have really thought that I would have done. I've got 37 books published now. That, that's just the little tip of the iceberg of the, of the things that I've got to witness and be a part of and see. Just again, just simply because of his grace upon my life, his anointing upon my life, and my obedience to say, 
Yes, Lord. You can't outguess him. You can't outpace him. <laughs> He's got a way of doing what he wants done in your lives. And um, probably if there was anything that I could just really encourage people about is that when you're in faith and you're moving toward what God has got for you, let your idea of how that's going to come to pass <laughs> go by the wayside because he never does it the way that our little finite minds sometimes figure out that he's going to do. And so when he does what he wants to do, it usually comes as a suddenly, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, it's finally here. It's This is what, and it'll come in the sweetest, most peaceful way. You know, just His grace and His goodness. He just does it His way. And so that's what we need to get in line with, is just to realize that we can't make these things happen. But by His anointing, His Spirit, His grace, His Word, that does not return mm -hmm. to Him. As you speak, I have like an image of how you went into every step that he's asked. He said, abide in me, and you've done that. He said, you know, have abiding is more or less that relationship, that consistent listening, the fact that you, you seek after what he told you, his promises, that what he said he's going to give you, not just one child, but children, and you continue. It just speaks that God is no respecter of persons, anyone, at any time, as you refer to Mary and Elizabeth, that God is open, just seek him yes. with an open heart and he will continue to take care of everything. Amen. I'm sorry, but that's all we have time for today. But please join me next week for part two with Christine Gilliam Hornback, where we continue with spiritual push. If you'd like to connect with Christine, her email address is helpfordream at gmail.com. I hope this was a blessing to you as I was certainly blessed. And remember, let's stay connected. You can email me at trinitymissionp at gmail.com if you'd like to partner with us or sow a seed to continue the work of the kingdom. It is paypal.me slash blessed2b that is B-L-E-S-S the number 2B and I look forward to sharing part two with you.